the time will come when with elation you will greet yourself arriving at your own door in your own mirror and each will smile at the other's welcome and say sit here eat you will love again the stranger who was yourself give wine give bread give back your heart to itself to the stranger who has loved you all your life whom you ignored for another who knows you by heart take down the love letters from the bookshelf the photographs the desperate notes peel your own image from the mirror sit feast on your life love after love by derek walcott so i love this poem me too really <laughs> okay so you just said you weren't sure about it i wasn't sure mean? about the recitation mm. of it mm. i wasn't sure i'd be able to i don't know make it feel the way i feel mm -hmm. um but I do like this poem, again, mm -hmm. from high school. <laughs> from high school. Mm -hmm. What was it like reading this poem in high school? Do you remember what you thought of it? Mm -hmm. I felt, I think I felt a little reassured that there is someone who loves me. Um, and it's okay not to, I don't know, not to feel ashamed of being alone. Mm. Do you have a different... Uh, take on it now being a little older being having I don't know just been around the block a couple more times has it changed for you um I don't think it has changed especially mm -hmm. uh I think that, that is probably because I myself am unfortunately a very static person <laughs> <laughs> um but I do have a a more expanded mm -hmm, perspective mm -hmm. on it right now, but I'll tell you about it later. Okay. Tell okay. me why you love this whole. It was, it was also very comforting. It felt, uh, I don't know. There's something um, very, almost reminds me of like some of Mary Oliver's stuff. Like there's a very measured mm -hmm. um, quality to it. Like, uh, just this, I'm thinking of, there was this time, I always go on tangents like these, I apologize, but no, there, there was this time um, when I was in school and we were working on a scene from this play called The Three Sisters by Chekhov, a very famous play, um, and there's a scene where um, basically one of the sisters had to kind of um, give this speech that was meant to almost like comfort and calm and tranquilize her younger sister who was panicking about the lack of love in her life kind of and our director said you have to you have to put your hands on both her shoulders and you have to with your words and with your energy absolutely tranquilize her like it has to be like your words are flowing through her veins like drugs almost mm -hmm. to calm her in that way and that is quite I don't know that it's a, it's a bizarre thing that's coming to me but that there's something in this poem that reminds me of that that I hear the voice of this poet poet kind of coming at you from behind saying 
you will love again. You will. Like, and not the, another. You love again yourself. Right. The time will come. And there's something so... Um, uh, I don't know what the word would be. There's just kind of like a guiding hand through it. Sit here. Eat. Sit. Feast on your life. Like, there's just this kind of relentless but slow and reassuring quality about it it just says things will be right. this way there the will be so comforting yeah yeah it's such a steady tempo uh, in my head at least no, um, I, I i agree mm-hmm. i think that's what stood out to me when i first read it was just that you know and like when you hear something and it just has you looking over your shoulder like like <laughs> when you hear something that you need to hear, I mean, and you're like, who has been listening? Like who has been reading my diary? And it, this poem feel, feels that way to me a little bit. Um, I think that is how it felt to me too. Uh-huh. When, I was, uh, when I was in high school and I came across this poem in a certain way, it, I think felt so difficult to love myself mm-hmm. or to be, I, to be happy with myself. It often feels like, especially when you're younger, mm-hmm. when you're at, the, at that impressionable mm-hmm. age, um, it feels like you need to aspire to be more, to do more, mm-hmm. to be admirable mm-hmm. um, in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the way I think of it is even if, even if you're not necessarily uh, consoling a singular love loss, mm-hmm. Which I think this poem is definitely speaking to. Mm-hmm. You could imagine someone writing this poem after a breakup mm-hmm. or reading mm-hmm. this poem after a breakup mm-hmm. um, because he is saying that give back your heart to itself mm-hmm. after you have ignored it for another. Like there's a singular person. Um, but I would say for me, I related it to not just another, but others Mm -hmm. because i think there are so many pressures for Mm -hmm. us to to aspire to certain norms and standards Mm -hmm. always and when we're doing that that means we're aspiring for other people's approval Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and then we're giving our heart to those others we have already Mm -hmm. given our heart to those others right whose approvals are seeking and in the process sort of ignored Ignoring. parts of yourself right right especially when he says you will say sit here eat right that part made me think of um so many young people mm-hmm. or even older people who have eating disorders mm. mm-hmm. because they feel like they must look a certain way um, and they're aspiring toward this idea mm-hmm. of what they should be before they feel worthy of receiving love. Right. Mm-hmm. So th- they're aspiring toward someone's love, mm-hmm. this like arbitrary, abstract mm-hmm. person's yeah. love. Mm-hmm. And they're aspiring for that abstract person to love them after. I hope there are no rats in here. <laughs> <laughs> We were just hearing a, a rustling sound. Oh, it might have been my chair. Okay. Let's say it's the chair. 
So yeah, the abstract, we're aspiring toward that abstract mm -hmm. person's love. And in the process, we deny ourselves food. And maybe if we, when we give our heart back mm -hmm. to itself, mm -hmm. it won't be so difficult to sit mm -hmm. and eat, to give bread right. to ourselves. Yeah. It really, really th makes me think of mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, that's such a great observation and a heartbreaking one, mm -hmm. too. Oof. Yeah, all the ways in which we uh, malnourish ourselves, I guess, mm. in an effort to be what we th not even what somebody else wants but what we think somebody else right. wants at least right. i relate to that that um the the times i can remember being in relationships and looking back on them and feeling like there were times when <laughs> i wasn't even communicating with my partner but i was communicating with this mirage of what i thought they would want from me right. or would need from me uh -huh. and I look back on how artificial that was and how certainly it was alienating myself from myself mm -hmm. in the process mm -hmm. um and I think god that happens to the best of us you know right. without even knowing sometimes and I would say not just it's very easy to imagine it in mm -hmm. terms of um a romantic relationship, mm -hmm. of course, um, because romantic relationships have this have this at least defined thing called a breakup mm -hmm. that other relationships don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'd say this is something that can stand true even for friendships, mm -hmm. like especially when we are younger, mm -hmm. um, like when we are just getting to know ourselves as mm -hmm. teenagers mm -hmm. and we get close to lots of people make friends mm -hmm. and we want to be accepted by our friends mm -hmm. in a certain way mm -hmm. um and we have to convince ourselves that this is what i have to do in mm -hmm. order to be accepted by my mm -hmm. friends this is how i must act right um so and maybe my friends would be okay with me being just who I am, but mm -hmm. it is difficult mm -hmm. still um, because we cannot help but but have this conversation with our idea of who my friends, who mm -hmm. our friends mm -hmm. would want. Yeah. Just as in you described yeah. in your romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think even perhaps, even perhaps with like parents, you know? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. With your parents... With your parents, friends, <laughs> like with just the all those pressures coming at you saying that this is the sort of life you're going to lead. I honestly, now that you mentioned parents, friends, <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I observe my parents uh -huh. having these same parents <laughs> toward their own friends. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I thought you guys are so much older and wiser than me. I know. <laughs> but... <laughs> I know that you're just as much of a fool as I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. What do you think about this um, This description? I guess it's twice here. You will love again the stranger who is yourself, the stranger who has loved you all your life. To describe, like, I guess to describe your own self as a stranger to you. What do you make of that? 
I think I really, really like that description mm -hmm. because not only do we estrange ourselves mm -hmm. for the sake of other people mm -hmm. in these various ways, one in a in maybe a romantic context or maybe in our own ideas of mm -hmm. what we should be, how smart or pretty or handsome mm -hmm. we need to be mm -hmm. in order to be worthy of love, but also that we don't take the time to get to know ourselves, mm -hmm. to build a relationship with ourselves the same way we build relationships with other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we put so much effort writing love letters, yeah. putting in... Uh, writing desperate notes <laughs> we take up yeah. photographs yeah. of other people and mm -hmm. you know we do all of that for other people especially for you know our lovers mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. also for for all sorts of people all sorts of people but we don't do that for ourselves, for ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah there was a um made me think of there was this um post or something that I read years ago when I was first coming out that was somebody describing the experience of of realizing that I think this woman was realizing that she was gay and she was talking about like she said I had spent so much of my life not knowing this uh -huh. and then when all of a sudden I did know it I was so angry with myself I was I f saying well like, what else is next? Am I going to wake up tomorrow and realize that I like mariachi music and that I have a third eye? Like, all, just as if she was saying, I couldn't believe that I had been such a stranger to myself. I couldn't believe that I had kept this from me. And if that's the truth, then, like, do I even know myself? Like, who even am I? And it caused this kind of reckoning. Um, and... That makes me laugh when I think about it because she was so funny about it. But um, I think I've certainly had experiences like that and will always, I'm sure, where you, you just kind of go. Suddenly you're like, wait, <sighs> I was that kind of person? Uh-huh. I am that kind When? When? Like, why didn't, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> like, why didn't you tell me that this was how it was or – and – and sometimes I wonder about that, too, is, like, I think we do keep things from ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, it, it confused me at first when I read this poem, this kind of split that that the poet is breaking you into two people. Mm -hmm. They're saying you and yourself, you will love the stranger who was yourself. Um, and I was like, but how are there two of them? Like, why is it, you know, you are you, you are yourself. What? And, and I, but I do think it gets at something really interesting that we have that split sometimes where you're looking at, in the mirror at somebody who all of a sudden you are seeing in a new way and you're going, like, can I trust you? <laughs> do I know, do I know you? Mm -hmm. And the poem insists, like, who's known you all your life? Who, who knows you by heart, that person? But you don't know them. But you don't necessarily you know them. them. Ignore, them. Ignore them. You don't feed them. <laughs> <And it's> <laughs> <laughs> that strikes a lot of... You don't feed... That's mm -hmm. true. Like, how? Mm -hmm. How do we starve ourselves? Mm -hmm. Like, both, um, both literally and mm -hmm. also metaphorically, right. we starve ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I like that image at the end 
peel your own image from the mirror. I love it so much, mm-hmm. yes. Just take down the love letters, photographs, the desperate notes. Mm-hmm. Peel your own image from the mirror. It kind of uh, makes me think of, you know, back in the day mm-hmm. when people used to write letters mm-hmm. and, and they didn't have iPhones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they would, you know, put notes up on their mirror and mm-hmm. things like that. And they would probably hang up pictures of their favorite people on mm-hmm. the mirror mm-hmm. so that they could look at them uh, every time when they see themselves in the mirror. Yeah. And I and I like that the poet is directing us to take those mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. to take down the picture of those other people we put up in the mirror, mm-hmm. and peel our own image in the same way that we just peeled off those other photographs. Mm-hmm. And I, I just really love that word peel, peel in this context. And then feast on your life. I, I I love that it puts it reminds me too of the um the Mary Oliver poem where she says uh when it's over something to that effect when it's over I I want to say that all my life I was a bride married to amazement and a bridegroom taking the world into my arms to cast yourself as both sides of the of the partnership mm-hmm. to say I was the bride and the bridegroom mm-hmm. like I am looking at myself in the mirror I'm peeling my own image off the mirror right. and hanging it up there right and then feasting mm-hmm. on your life. That that feast on your life part also yeah. reminded me of Mary Oliver. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that is very her. Can what are you going to do with your one wild and precious life? Right. I feel like I really needed to, you know, hear this poem because it has been difficult uh-huh. to, I don't know, to not feel the pressure of being being these various selves for the purposes of living an adult life, mm-hmm. you know. And and it is difficult to feel like I'm worthy of love or recognition if I'm not doing something else or if I'm not doing these other set things that I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. as well. And... I think in this poem, it just lets us be enough by ourselves without having to aspire to anything, because our, because our heart will always accept us mm-hmm. for whoever we are, even if we are not, you know, aspiring towards something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how this is. This poem is called "Love After Love," almost saying, that, like you said, there are a lot of first loves that that could be it could be something romantic it could be something in a friendship or with societal expectations but to say that the love the kind of like the real love the love that happens after that is the love of yourself and we I don't I I don't know I think we have so many stories that that say it's the other way around that you move on the timeline through your life and the last love should be the love of another you know like that's what everybody's aiming for is to to get married, to find that partner that you're going to be with forever, you know, that mm-hmm. that's that's the order of things. Right, right. This says it's Not the, the opposite, that, yeah. you know, you go through all of that desperate stuff with other people and whatever. Mm-hmm. But after, it's about you sitting down at the table across from yourself feasting. and feasting on your own life. Mm-hmm. 
End of story. Yeah. That's so comforting. I love that. All right. Do you want to? Yes, I would love to read this one. Go ahead. Okay. Love After Love by Derek Walcott. The time will come when, with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, Sit here. Eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine. Give bread. Give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life whom you ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes. Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit. Feast on your life. <laughs>